The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, November 25th, 2023, it's my anniversary. No, not my wedding anniversary, a business anniversary. It's my anniversary to cigar smoking. I've been smoking cigars pretty steady for about 40 years. Uh, after some deep calculations, it turns out I smoked 2,000 boxes of cigars. I am the new poster child for cigar smoking. Welcome, everybody. To the Cigar Authority. And you are listening to the Cigar Authority, now in its 14th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest, the Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you catch the podcast on demand or our daily blog at the Cigar Authority. There's a whole bunch of our live listeners on YouTube saying, what the hell happened? We got a nice Thanksgiving gift from our uh, friends at YouTube. Uh, They put us in the penalty box. We're in the penalty box. 141 violations of YouTube community standards. So if we're going to do it, we might as well do it. 141 violations. Uh, We now hold a record for violations in one single episode. Now, we have our own community. And the people in our community are okay with what we did. Or they wouldn't turn to that channel, right? Correct. Change the channel. So it's not a violation of any kind. It's their violation. And and not only did they put us in the penalty box, they took down how many shows? 141. 141 episodes ago. Hence the 141 violations. Oh, one per episode. Oh, yeah. They don't just hit you once. They just keep slapping you. But they didn't take all of it down. No. Okay, so we're going to see how it ends up going because <laughs> Not here, yet. here is the next episode, and it's going to be the same as the past 144 that they took down because we only know one show. This is what we do. This is it. So uh, we'll see what ends up happening. Um, we I put an alert out there, Rumble, which is a uh, another um, app that's out there that has streaming video. We are live on Rumble right now, 71 Currently, right now, listening live on there. That's a good number. That's a good First number. First time out. Not, not quite what we do on a live YouTube, but not that far. All off. right. So, there, thank you. Those are our, our loyal, loyal folks out there that are jumping on. Well, a lot of people panicked and showed up in our studio audience right, in right. case it didn't work. Big studio audience today. Thank you for that. Uh, so, let's light up a cigar and celebrate. All right. Well, Dave, yep. our first cigar is the Aladino Classic Robusto. It's manufactured in Honduras by JRE Tobacco. The size we're smoking is a 5x50 Robusto. The wrapper is their Yamastran Habano. The binder is Corojo, and the fillers are also Yamastran Habano. It is part of the Cigar Authority care package. A single will set you back eight ninety nine. And a box of 20 is $158.99, dropping the single price down to just $7.95. 
on twoguyscigars.com. Can I say that? Uh, if you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try the number two guys, and then you know what the rest of the part of a website is, I think is what we have to oh, do now. Oh, is that it? Yeah. So <laughs> if you put .com at the end of what I said before, then you'd be able to get to that site. I think that's the problem. Uh, well, Ed thinks that's the problem. I have no idea. He's the button well, pusher. that will be a problem in the future. All right. So we're just going to start saying the number two guys, then I'll say a few things, <laughs> and then I'll say .com. Sure. You'll say cigars also, all right? Oh, right shit. Yeah. Yeah, they, they just don't like us, what we stand for, or our content. Yeah. Well, we're not changing it. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. I don't know if Nick Perdomo's on because he may not do the rumble yet, but... Uh, We'll, we'll see who ends up. Uh, He'll catch it on the podcast. Pu- pu- yeah. The, um, and listen, 90%, 99% of the people listen to this show. There's not a lot to see. And the happens. Perdomos are typically Facebook people. That's where the army is okay. centered, I think, on All Facebook. Right. So, uh, and, and as far as we know, we're up on Facebook right now. Can you see that? Yes. Okay. All right. I like how you just looked at Rumble while you were asking him about Facebook. <laughs> because it went off. So the, um, usually when I'm on YouTube, it's my phone stays oh. up. But now it goes to sleep. I don't know why. R- Rumble's a little more primitive. Okay. It doesn't have that uh, not go to sleep feature. All right. But this has, a, has the up feature. It know? does, Dave. Yeah. This is the Nighthawk by the fine folks at Vertigo, the Nighthawk features a flip top and an up push button, which will ignite two jets that are fueled by the patented Vertigo big ass tank. On the back, you have a money clip. On the side, you have. I don't think it's a money clip. I think it's clips on your belt. No, if I see someone with this clipped on their belt, I'm taking their lunch money and giving them a wedgie. This is a money clip. This is a pocket lighter. That's a money clip. And at the bottom, you get easy so. adjustment, all for the low price of twenty nine ninety nine. That is the Nighthawk by Vertigo. Maybe you got pants without a pocket, and you clip it on your belt. What man leaves the house in pants without a pocket? Well, sweatpants. Jonathan, do sweatpants have pockets? Do all your jumpsuits have pockets? Why, why are we going to talk about my private <laughs> wardrobe? What if you have a dress on? Man. If you have a dress on, you probably don't With have a belt. a belt. Yeah. They get the belt. Or he could wear the house coat or something. I guess something. if you're going to dress have like pockets. Santa's trench wife. Coat, yeah. Trench coat with a belt. They had the beltless trench coat, <laughs> but that didn't that went away. No. People don't like yeah, that Yeah, it didn't look. take off. didn't take off. All right. 2,000 boxes of cigars uh, calculated to 20 cigars per box is 40,000 cigars. 40,000 cigars in 40 years. It seems a, a conveniently round number. You didn't count them individually. You don't remember but each no, of them. No. But it's I funny can't. that he did that because I did my own calculation. Everybody does. Starting in 1996, I was smoking three cigars per year. Per and year. And then you moved to 2010, and I was at uh, three a day. And then up to 2015, I started about five a day. 
which I maintain an average of about five a day. Every day? Days off, everything? It, averaging, because if I'm working, it's sometimes as many as eight. And if I have the day off, it's sometimes only three. So I kind of averaged it out. All right. But mine worked out to be uh, just north of 20,000 cigars, All which right. would be roughly 1,000 boxes of half. Right. Half. But I got lots of years on you. You do. And that's what ends up happening. The years. Oh, I'll catch up to you. Eventually. Yeah, five years. But uh, yeah, once he's dead, you're bound to catch up. <laughs> yeah. And, and how about interest? It's two, two weeks in a row we've killed someone <laughs> off on the show. <laughs> The cigar smoking collect interest? The amount of cigars I smoked and no. no I think it works the same way likes do on Facebook. Like yeah. I tried bringing the likes to the bank and they, yeah. they won't take them. Huh. All right. Well, All right. Where are you, Ed? According to my calculations, I'm at 36,865 cigars. Now, I tried to be conservative. I broke it into three distinct segments from 91 to 98. I only credited myself one cigar per day. Because when I first started smoking in that range, it wasn't even one per per day. The whole cigar boom. Um, Yeah, through 98. You know, I was smoking a lot by the end of it, but not that much at the beginning. 99 to 17, I gave myself three cigars per day, which again, I, I stayed very conservative on this. And from 18 to 23, when I left the tech world, I gave myself six per day. And often it's more than that, but Maybe someday. a day off is less, right? Yeah, so you to, never that's how That's how you got to calculate it anyway when you get into these numbers. Yeah. But 38,000, you, you are coming seriously close to me. You are younger than me. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, by I'll, like six days. Does no, that even count? He's got a couple years, right? Uh, when you get a wheelchair, he's getting a wheelchair the next week. No, no, no. It's, it's more than a year. Um, September of sixty-one, in a May of sixty. Yeah, so a year and a half. Almost. Yeah, okay. I got a year God, and a half on him. Fucking huge difference. So, well, the two of you shouldn't be buying green bananas at your age. Yeah. Well, it, I don't. I don't like bananas. Yeah. It. It. Uh, that kind of consumption that he does because he actually smokes more than me now. Yeah. I'm going to catch up. Y- your cigar smoking has dramatically developed over working at a cigar shop. Of course. Because you have the amount of time to end up doing it. As we saw with COVID, that a lot of people smoke more cigars because they actually have the time to do it. I happen to be in the environment with it for the past 38 years of the 40 years. And, uh, Believe me, the first ones were, I was averaging five cigars a week at the beginning. Yeah, you get your equipment now set up the, for the yeah. gig. You go outside, yeah. you have a cigar, and then come in and so do it. So now it's, um, no, you don't go outside. This was 1978 or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. You actually light You're it right there. Born. Yeah, you light it right there. Um, but anyway, um, that's a lot of cigars. And um, averaging that into 40 years, I averaged 2.7 cigars per day. So much like yeah, Ed Sullivan, it, it was way less at the beginning. Mm-hmm. It's it's more now today, uh, and I skip days now and then. Not very many, but I skip days. Um, and um, at the beginning, it was far less. Today, I probably smoke more cigars than I ever ever did before. The amount of cigars that I smoke, um, and I'm on number three. It's twelve noon. I'm on number three. So as am I. Yeah. It gets up much earlier than us. Number five, maybe? Number five already. So, hey, gang, you got to uh, really step it up if you want to catch up to Ed Sullivan. By noon, he's on number five. 
So uh, it takes it takes a long time. Over those forty years, I've had bronchitis twice. I've had pneumonia once. I called into the show when I had pneumonia. You did, yeah. I wasn't at the show, but I called in. Uh, I had COVID once. Um, arthritis, a couple of broken toes and stuff. I don't think that's related at all. Uh, other than that, actually, no health issues. Yeah. No health issues despite this, that I'm obviously not taking the best care of myself, but um, I'm not getting sick from it, which that's, a you know, 40,000 cigars. You would think, something, you'd if, think there's something, something wrong. if there's something true to this, there should be something wrong. Right? Yeah. Ed Sullivan, you're a pretty healthy guy. I don't see you out. As far out. as I know. I don't see you out sick, cold, nothing. No, I, I was out sick once for a couple days when I had um, a procedure. Had nothing to do with smoking cigars. It did not. It was for- Is that the frozen peas procedure? No. no snip step? Atrial fibrillation, yeah. which was not at all related. In fact, my- um, Electrophysiologist said, yeah, you can keep smoking cigars. It has nothing to do with it. All right. And uh, Jonathan claims to never be sick, but he gets sick. He got COVID eight times so far. Mm-hmm. Five. Five. <laughs> yeah. um, he, he had that uh, pork belly incident. Yes, too. he ate raw pork yeah. and, and he was, was sick for a couple of days. Brutal. Yeah. So yeah. he thought he would. Um, he would, was self-poisoned. Would we call that? Stupid. No. Botulism? How he made that pork. <laughs> he put it in a... Sous vide? Sous vide. Oh. <laughs> he sous vide pork underneath the uh, allotted yeah. amount of temperature. He, ba- he basically made a germ factory in a bag. Yeah. yeah. 100% true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can't uh, even fight that. So uh, we're not alone here. Uh, related heavy users without he- health issues related to cigar smoking. Uh, there's lots of them. I know lots of them that are out there. Um, and that's what I thought about when I said all these cigars, you know, that, that I've been smoking all the time. Go back 40 years. Should I be sorry that that's what I uh, did? And I'm very, very happy I've been smoking cigars. Yeah, I wish I had cigars. smoked more. Yes. Yeah. but uh, Big poppy. David Ortiz said that, that he started smoking cigars after he retired from baseball. And he said, I wish I had started sooner. Mm-hmm. And that's all I can say, too. I wish I smoked more. I wish I smoked sooner uh, than I did. But I, I was pretty young starting out. Um, why um, am I still healthy after all the cigar smoking? And I have three reasons for it. Um, I never smoked cigarettes, ever. Ed Sullivan, you did. I did. You got off it. Jonathan, were you ever a cigarette Never. smoker? Never. Not even one? No. Nope. Tried it, nothing. No vape, no nothing. No vape. No. Nope. Well, uh, does, does does pot count? I tried a pot vape once. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's, I won't do it again because I ended up curled in the corner of a, of a big ballroom just crying by myself, really? paranoid that the songs were out to get me. I'd did never you, do that again. Did you uh, eat lectins too? I've eaten lectins before, but not recently. But after having the pot, you want to snack. You want lectins. No, no, no. I wanted to go to sleep. Okay. I just wanted it to stop. <laughs> Reason number two, I smoke natural premium cigars. So I don't smoke uh, cigars that have additives to it, any kind of additive. Uh, I know that's the way you are with foods and stuff. No, I 
disregard that when it comes to food. <laughs> um, anything and everything is fine when it comes to that. But with natural premium cigars, not flavored, not using any paper products, uh, no mass market. Have I had it to try it, to taste it? Yeah, I've tried it all. But just uh, my regular 40,000 cigars, um, I stay away from all that. And number three, smoking a couple of cigars does not increase the overall mortality rate that compared to non-smoking. That's true. Right? There's the slide. that uh, Did I send you a slide at Sullivan? Yeah, I think you did. I uh, think you sent me two. All right. So here is a slide. Uh, let's look at the National Cancer Institute study. It's called Monograph Number 9. I use it often uh, when teaching cigar schools and things like that to show that smoking one to two cigars a day does not increase the overall mortality. All overall mortality rate than that of a non-smoker. Now, think about the douchey way they worded that. They could have just said, if you smoke a couple of cigars a day, you'll be better off than a non-smoker. Well, they wouldn't but they say changed the off. wording yes. to, does not increase the overall mortality rate. It does not make you die faster. Mm-hmm. The fact is it decreases. It does decrease. Their study proved it does decrease, yes. but they don't say it does decrease. Yes. And if you read the bullshit opinion piece that they allow everybody, every scientist to do at the start of every study, they're allowed to do this forward, which is an opinion piece that will often align with the people who paid for the study. Yes. So if you get lost in the first couple of pages, which people have it's made that mistake. It's 700 pages, folks. The first couple of pages is the guy's opinion, and he is being paid to write that. When you go into the data... Deep in, 651 pages in, and you start looking at the graphs, you start seeing where they separated premium cigars from other tobacco products, and it's remarkable. Less likely to get COPD, less likely to get lung cancer, less likely to get coronary heart disease than non-smokers. Right. Not than cigarette smokers, that's obvious, but then non-smokers. How could that possibly be? Yeah. And it's the relaxation factor that ends up happening there. You relax. Stress is a killer, and that goes away when you have it. There's so many benefits when it comes to cigar smoking. And when I tried to do this to the government and explain it, glassy eyes, they start rolling their eyes. They start looking back. Oh, God, I got to listen to this guy giving this false information. But when I end up bringing the 700-page document and I say, here, those folks that just told you how bad it is, this is their study, the largest study ever done. Here it is, and uh, suck on that. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's t- just talk briefly about the stress. I've been doing a lot more dancing lately in uh, Lexington, Arlington. These are places that I end up traveling to. And the traffic going, it doesn't matter the time of day. There's always an accident on Route 93. The traffic is brutal. And I stopped caring that I walk into a dance smelling like a cigar. I just stopped caring because I would rather walk into the dance relaxed and happy and ready to have a good time than be stressed out about the traffic. And does a cigar make the traffic better? It does. Yeah. Oh, man, it gives you something to do. I don't know if it makes the traffic better. It makes you not care about the traffic. Yeah, it has something to do. Yeah. Smoking my cigar. Yeah, less stress to go that happens, and, and that's what happens. Um, heavy users. I would, you know, I make the argument we might be the highest volume brick and mortar when it, when it comes to the amount of sales, but also, especially bringing up cigar manufacturers that come up, and they're usually in awe watching people leave with multiple boxes and things that happen here. We probably have the heaviest users. Without question. Than anywhere else. Um that the people that buy lots of cigars 
all the time are our customers, lots of them, uh, between the three stores for sure, right? Without question. And they're they're older because they have time to smoke lots of cigars a day, which, uh, you know, as you heard Ed was saying, and then I retired, and then now I smoke way more cigars because we have the time to end up doing it, right? He's saying that while he's at work, by the way. That he showed up three hours and early he, but, for. But he's allowed to smoke, and he's had a couple of cigars. I, since I like it here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me too. That's why I don't sell it, because I'd probably come here all the time anyway. Right. So I might as well own it. Um, how is the health of our customers to come in? The, Have you ever seen the voice box thing? Never. I've never seen one. It never, never happened. Um, or that they are going through the chemo and all the stuff that ends up happening. It's, you know, it, it's amazing that it almost, you would say, a percent, percentage less than and somebody listen, that goes to the shoe store. You find out that you lost a customer, especially a good customer, but you, the things that you lose them to are car accidents, accidents in the home, things yeah, yeah. slip and fall. It's not it's not smoking related right. under those bullshit because the eighty percent of people that get lung cancer are in the never smoker category. So how can smoking of any kind be the smoking gun for cancer, lung cancer, when most of the people, of the vast majority of the people, are in the never smoker category? Right. It's yeah. fucking lectins. Yeah. That's what it is. Lectins? Lectins no, cause can't me because I've been doing it my whole life, so it's not that See, I'm, I'm not a cigarette guy, but yeah, even if you look at the cigarette data, it's not as bad as it's made out to be. Up to and including 10 cigarettes a day. A day. You're in the margin of error of the study mm. for a non-smoker. Yeah. It's just That's some, their somebody, own study. Yeah, it's just somebody they went to early on and said, okay, this is the cause of, of all this. All evil. Yeah, so that's what it came down to. Okay, right now it's time for the question of the day, and that's brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars. Oh. Ah, that's better. Uh, Dan writes through the Contact Us page of the CigarAuthority.com. Gents, love the show. Keep it up. A few weeks ago, somebody raised the topic idea of margins by cigar. It got me thinking, who buys the box in the whole picture? I know from past shows and guests that boxes can go from a couple of dollars to more than a few dollars. I also know that in most cases, the box purchase drives the price per cigar less than the individual cigar. That's a discount. Understandably, the volume purchase is better for all, the retailer, the manufacturer, and the consumer, but if this is the case, does that mean the chump paying 50 cents more per cigar is the one who's actually paying for the box? I might be overthinking this, insert Dave agreeing, but it goes back to the whole peek behind the curtain that you guys are so good at and the margin show topic. Dan from Long Island. There we go. Interesting. Uh, if you're a user of the product, let's take toilet paper, for instance. Mm-hmm. You all use toilet paper. Everybody does. Where the hell are you going with this? <laughs> You're not buying one roll at a time, right? No. Because what would you pay for one roll I, of toilet I, paper? Actually, they do sell it like that. At, at my house, we don't really use toilet paper. Oh, really? I have it there, but we really use wipes. So I buy wipes in bulk, okay. and I buy toilet paper by like one or two rolls. You do. You, yeah. You're way overpaying, right? But it doesn't matter because I don't use the product. You go to the big wholesale club and you buy the big giant thing of toilet right. paper because it comes out so much cheaper. If you're going to smoke two cigars a day and the seven days in a week it's 14, you buy a box of cigars at a time and every week and a half or so you buy another box of cigars and you save the 10, 15% off. Oh, I can't afford 
to buy a box of cigars. You can't afford not to. That's why you can't afford buying a, buying the box of cigars because you're buying all wrong. Right. And, you know, I'm telling you as a, as a store owner, we sometimes, there's certain companies out there, you buy by the case. And you hear c- customers lots, yep. come in and say, I'll have a case of a brand. That's they not mean what a they box. mean. Right. Right. That's- a, a case is typically 20, 24 <laughs> boxes right. to a case. Uh, we've never had somebody buy a case of cigars. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. Oh, really? That's not true. All right. Uh-huh. We have one gentleman. Okay. So uh, when you buy by the case, sometimes there's a discount because the they don't have the to unpack distributor it. has to unpack. Right. All these things end up costing money. You're paying more for the single cigar because we have to now display the single cigar, put a price tag on the box, and maybe a barcode on every single cigar if it doesn't come with one, and sell one at a time. So there it is at full suggested retail price. Buy by the box and save. Now you get the beautiful box, and you get it, and you save money on top of it. They should charge more because you get the packaging. It is true what he's saying. The guy buying the single is actually paying for the box. Yep. There you go. Never thought of it that way, but there you have it. Uh, and, and for the guys, and I don't, I just don't want to get this email, so I'm going to try to head this one off at the pass. The guys that say, well, I like a variety of cigars. So for a few weeks, you buy this week, you buy this box. Next week, you buy this box. Next week, you buy this box. And by the time you've gone through a few of each, now you have a ready-made smorgasbord and then you can restock the ones that you're out of, and now you've got three, four choices. Yeah, buy in advance. Why would yeah. you wait till you're on the last roll of toilet paper, right. back to toilet paper, before you buy the next roll of toilet paper? Although, they could do what I do, just buy five or six boxes of things. And well, then- because now it's a money thing, so uh-huh. you, you, you only got to do it once. You got to prep yourself up o- right. over time. You get yourself going, and then that's it. Now you're every week and a half, and you got a smorgasbord of different mm-hmm. uh, cigars to try. Or you buy a box of cigars and a couple of singles. And especially if you take advantage of when there's an event, there's often free goods that go along with it, and the manufacturers will sample you out with their other products. So mm. you buy the Connecticut, and they might give you the Sun Grown and the Maduro. Well, now you have extra choices in your humidor. Ah, speaking of which, uh, that is going on right now as we speak. The Perdomo 30th Anniversary Cigar is back. We, we sold them all <laughs> last week. Unquestionably, the highest volume, independently, single cigar, launch. branded launch yeah. ever. Yeah. I, I don't even think anybody could even come close to what just happened to the Perdomo 30th. If you haven't tried it yet, buy a box of any of the wrapper of the 30th anniversary, and there's 30 cigars into a box, and the Cigar Authority will give you one single of each of the other two wrappers. So say you bought a box out of Connecticut, you'll get a Maduro and a Sun Grown for free. Also, you'll get an exclusive video access to the Q&A launch that we did with Nicholas and uh, Nick Perdomo. All you got to do is go to Two Guys Cigars. La, 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 dot com. Yeah. (laughs) You think this is it? (laughs) You think this is why they do it, Ed Sullivan? (laughs) They're picking up with doing a website? No. You don't think? Yeah, well, the, the not link. yet. No, the link. But you, to Ed's point, they got it. the bots that are crawling for. You, when you click on certain parts of the YouTube, you can see the transcript. Right. So the bots will start cl- climbing that transcript and see if you're selling stuff. Yeah. So that's the number two guys cigars. <laughs> blah blah blah. Dot com. Uh, and uh, and uh, that well, deal expires November thirtieth, which is this Thursday. I think so, yeah. Uh, yes, it is. This Thursday. You have to put Bruno in the comment section. 
Bruno, B-R-U-N-O. Why Bruno? That's an odd name for you new listeners. That's the name of our bell, Bruno. Remember? Yes. He named him. He has yeah. a name. Because you had a girl instead of a boy. Yes. <laughs> you were going to pick the worst name in the history the of name. bad names to name your child. Hey, Bruno, Bruno San Martino, Bruno Mars. That's not a real guy. That's a fake name. That's not his name. That's his name. No, that's his character John, that he played. No, it was Jonathan, it was probably down to, well, Bruno or Rocco. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is Jessica's yeah, son. Jessica, <laughs> Jessica's Way son. to go, Ed Sullivan. Oh, boy. Piss off an Why, employee. Why, is there a problem with that name? That's a man's know. name. Is it? Yeah, it's a real man. Is Bruno a yes, real man? Yes. You've got to be a tough kid. You would expect that a guy named Bruno would wear nothing but flannels and carry it like some sort of hatchet <laughs> on his hip. Ah, uh, all right. Uh, so I'm friends with supplies manufacturers who make cigars all day long and their employees as well. Uh, actually, if you look at the cigar industry, they don't retire. People in the cigar industry, they keep going. Some of them work into their 90s. Nick Perdomo was mentioned, the guy in charge of his tobacco. Aristides. Aristides. He is 95 years old. 95. And he says he smokes about 20 cigars a day. I never counted as he did it but i was with him from early in the morning and we were playing dominoes at night and he always had a cigar in his mouth so it's probably not far from the truth um some other people we've had on the cigar authority my mother 92 uh not slowing down and she's a cigar smoker eric newman's dad stanford newman died in the office at 90 years old uh, Avo Yavazian, we had him on the show for his 92nd birthday. Uh, he died at 93. Heavy user, mm-hmm. by the way. Um, uh, Jose Orlando Padron, 91. Smoked all day long. He's another one. He used to fill the glove compartment up. Super user. Pop it, boom. Next one, next one, next one. Big user. Uh, then you got famous people like Winston Churchill. Chain cigar smoker. Smoked in bed. 90 years old. Also heavy, heavy alcohol consumer. Yeah. Milton Burrow. What about the maker of this cigar? Julio is how old now? He's in his high 80s. He hasn't hit 90 yet. No. He's still going, though. Still going. Um, Milton Burrow, Mr. Television, 93. Heavy user. George Burns, 100. Smoked cheap cigars. Maybe that doesn't matter either, but maybe they were different in those days. The real question is, do cigar smokers live longer than people who do not smoke Cigars. I, I would say so. yes. My grandfather made it to ninety five or ninety six. The oldest people I know user. are cigar smokers. I know mostly only cigar smokers. <laughs> <laughs> but um, again, why is that? Less stress. Relax. Have a cigar. Right. So that's what it comes down to. Uh, we are smoking the Aladino Classic Robusto. This is a opposite of the other Aladino, the Aladino Vintage, mm. which is the Corojo wrapper. No, is the um, Habano wrapper, Corojo fillers. This is Habano wrapper, Corojo, and Habano filler. Correct. Correct. So one slight difference on there, but a different taste as, as the all Corojo for sure. A little, a little graham crackery. No cinnamon on the graham cracker, though. But not and not as dry. It's like graham cracker, maybe dipped in some sort of strawberry milk. Maybe what? What you is know, wrong with you? It's missing an element that we have to include when we come back from break. So we let's take that. a break, and when we do come back, 
Nick from Far King Good Coffee is going to join us. We're going to smoke some coffee with him. We're smoking coffee. No. And Andy's going to teach smoke. Dave how to pronounce the fucking name. <laughs> Far King Good Coffee. You keep putting an R in there that doesn't Far belong. Far King Good Coffee. Let me say it one last time. Fucking good coffee. That's better. All right. That's better. We'll have that, and we'll have some coffee when we come back. Stick around, everybody. We are live from the Toscano Soundstage. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua. The Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Cigar in the shop called Elberton, Elberton, Elberton. There's a cigar in the shop called Elberton. Cut and light one now. Elberton cigars are handmade premium cigars from Nicaragua, created by the J.C. Newman Cigar Company. Expect a smooth, hearty smoke with a little spice and a great value. There's a cigar in the shop called Elberton, Elberton, Elberton. There's a cigar in the shop called Elberton. Cut and light one now. In a world where the open road calls to the adventures. There is a cigar that pays tribute to a journey of resilience and determination. Introducing the Christoph Guardrail Cigar, a testament to the indomitable spirit of its founder, Glenn Case. The Guardrail's blend takes you on a captivating journey through the world's finest tobacco regions. Brazilian Maduro, Dominican Binder, and a unique touch of Zimbabwe. This medium to full-bodied cigar offers a variety of flavors that will delight your senses. With notes of caramel, the smoothness of French roast coffee, and the allure of dry cocoa, the God Rail's complexity is unmatched. Whether you're celebrating life's victories or savoring moments of camaraderie, the Christoph Guardrail Cigar brings people together with its unforgettable flavor and creamy finish. Take your taste buds on a ride they won't forget. Experience the Christoph Guardrail Cigar today. Christoph Cigars, take them for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, 
The Padrón family understands the significance of time. Padrón delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padrón recipe was born. The Padrón mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. This is Mickey Pegg from All Saints Cigars, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back, powered by the West Tampa Tobacco Company, featuring West Tampa Black, White, and Red. West Tampa Cigars, it's passion with a purpose. Welcome back, everybody. Joining us is Nick Gervais from Fucking Good Coffee. He, he How's got that? It. He I got, got it. it. You got, you got it. I, I know you're screwing around when you put that R in there. Yeah. It, <laughs> I, I add the R when it's not there, and I put it in and use it when I... Uh, when it's there, yeah, I, it I balances out. Yeah. It does. Sure. So I mean, you're a New Englander. That's yeah. why. That's what happens. We he, drive, he drives a car. I'm originally from Central Mass, so I, I you not understand of, me. I do. I understand yes. every word you say, <laughs> and I could be your AI on all the videos and stuff. But yeah, I know what you're doing. So I love the logo of the fucking good coffee. You got the bags right over there. Thank you. That is the the, the king. The um, that's the far king. That's yeah. the far king himself. Yeah. Do you have that? Trademark? I mean. Not yet. No, because again, this started out as sort of kind of a complimentary thing to go with cigars. I'm a big cigar smoker, yeah. big coffee drinker. It's kind of one of those things I just wanted to get going. And, um, you know, I, I didn't know where it would go, but it's going. So it's, it's going, going somewhere. It's yeah. going and it's great. So. And, and the mug, in which I ordered a mug, it didn't, We're gonna have it didn't arrive yet. We'll have to. Um, you had given me a mug before. I did. And I brought it home and my mother grabbed it and Ooh. said, I want this. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ma. Yeah. Well, that's so awesome. It, it's a great, uh, it's a great um, conversation piece Good. that somebody has. And uh, it's awesome. I think the brand is, is sensational. And we are drinking... T- uh, today, what is this exactly? So we've got the espresso. Okay. We, yeah. That, it's, uh, that's espresso. Espresso Dave, for right? Dave Land. I get it. I totally get it. No, we get the espresso. It's an ideal, you know, um, espresso that goes well with any co- uh, any cigar. So it's so one uh, thing that's that's kind of crossing over. I had said graham cracker before, and I'm gonna I'm gonna amend that a little oh bit. Oh boy, you're already if going you, into it. If you've ever had. A molasses cookie with raisins. Yeah, yeah, I have. Now, if you cook that on a parchment page sheet, the bottom caramelizes. So the part of the raisin that's ah. hitting the dripped molasses at the bottom that caramelizes in just shy of burns. It's right there. That's this espresso. Huh. And it's such a good compliment with the Aladino Classic, which has that molassesy graham crackery flavor so very complimentary well, to each other what what about a hermit no uh, no you can't go hermit this birthday no. cake and shit and hermits mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> you were mentioning to me uh earlier that mm-hmm. i would guess espresso is stronger mm-hmm. more nick more caffeine mm-hmm. than it would be with than regular coffee yeah it's not i mean people will sit there and say right, i've had two shots of espresso it's like well i had a cup of coffee and i've got more caffeine than you right now so um 
you know, espresso. Wow, you wouldn't think that. I never knew that. Well, it's kind of it kind of goes hand in hand with cigars. That's why I like coffee so much because it's similar to cigars where you have the different flavor profiles, you have the different tastes. Um, it's not just coffee. It's not just you know burnt water, brown water, whatever people call it. So sad brown water. Sad decaf. brown water. <laughs> I don't know if anybody drinks decaf. I don't. I, what's the point? Do you sell decaf? I, I have a Peru decaf. Yeah. yeah, because there are people that drink it. You know, mm. and I also sell that pumpkin shit that we okay. talk about. Oh, you know, but listen, you got to go with the masses. What people want, right? Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's uh, you know espresso is it's similar because it's dark. Generally dark, um, people think similar to cigars. Oh, this dark cigar is going to be ah, heavy, okay. but it's not. It's quite the opposite. Sure. So because and, uh, caffeine degrades at higher temperatures, so when you're roasting espresso, when you get deeper into those, they call it cracks. So when you get into yeah. that two and a half, three cracks, you've now degraded that caffeine molecule to the point where it almost isn't there. It's not caffeine free, but it's almost not there. So how about the person mm-hmm. that goes in the Starbucks and says, "I'll have a." tall or whatever they have yeah. the, their things in with a shot of a, a espresso in it it's ridiculous right well i don't want to say it's ridiculous it depends on what that tall name weird name thing is yes. that they order i mean it could be light and caffeine who knows but if they have coffee with an extra shot of it in there yeah. then it's really it's extra caffeine because it's a it's more but coffee, but it's... Put, yeah, you could have put more coffee. You could have put... Yeah, you, absolutely. And, absolutely. You, and you're paying the $3 for the little shot that... You know better than anyone. It's yeah. marketing, Dave. It's a way wow. to sell. It's an upsell, right? So I, but I, it, I, it's an, it's a, it can be an interesting way if you're getting a very acidic, light roast that you can boost the flavors in that acidic-like roast by adding that darker roasted but they espresso. But they think they're doing it. It's in the morning, and they say, yeah. yeah, give me the coffee, and then put a shot of They're looking espresso. for the energy boost. Yeah. yeah, but at the same time, it's it's also a flavor thing as well. Yeah. You can mix and match. See, what they did at the marketing meeting, they said, well, with this espresso, what we're going to do is put it in tiny little cups, and everyone will think it's full of caffeine, and we'll save a lot of money. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. It but- works. <laughs> and, yeah. and the Europeans, mostly, that's what they drink anyway. Yeah, it turns out they're just cheap. They don't want to give you a full cup of coffee. And then they come here to the United States, and we get these big, giant oh, glasses and of coffee. And they're disgusting. Oh, my is, God. Yeah. You, how could you drink yeah. all that? And yeah. I got the jitters. They end up getting the jitters, yeah. and, they, yeah. and they're espresso drinkers. Well, because espresso drinkers, you know, in European uh, specifically, it's more for the conversation piece. It's more of just rela- us getting together, having a quick cup, yeah, having yeah. a sip. You're not going to sit. I mean, we in America, obviously, yeah. we'll get because everything's bigger in America. Right. So we'll do that with the bigger ones. All right. So you're coming off the big Bill Burr, Falking High that you had. That uh, not only did uh, he hold up it, he mentioned it. He mentioned and it, he, yeah. and he talked about it on his podcast. He talked about it on stage. Did that he talk night. about yeah. the podcast? I didn't hear the yeah. podcast part. Okay, that's great. I missed that then. I, I must right. have missed that. But uh, yeah, he was. Um, very receptive, and I apologize for to him for creating that long line of pictures because I was the first one to grab a photo. And then he's up there, and he says, "You know, I got to get down. My back hurts because everybody started coming <laughs> from up. bend it over, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Jumped off the stage. Yeah, and- I don't think he planned to do that. Oh no, so. no, no. no, no you're, I'm sorry, and you're welcome, everybody. I, I got don't a photo. think Club Soda <laughs> Kenny was happy about that. that, that no, was sorry, again. sorry, Kenny. Yeah, <laughs> he, he was like, "What the hell is going on?" Because he was keeping everybody away, and then that was all, all over with. Uh, I he loved the logo. Yeah. So that was it. That's great. And uh, that's, you know, again, that's a first step. The logo sure. was great, mm-hmm. but the stuff inside better be just as good and, and match, which, which it does 100%, certainly 100%. on this one. 100%. Yep. Uh, what is the best seller? 
Right now, I would say the breakfast blend okay. is the best seller because it's pretty it's pretty commonly known yeah. across even just the I don't want to say regular coffee drinker, but an everyday coffee drinker. You see breakfast blend everywhere you go. It's a safe bet. 100%. If you're not yeah. sure about a new brand, you go with the breakfast blend. Mm-hmm. If you like it, you're probably going to like the sure. rest. Now, talking about caffeine, if you want a breakfast blend with a little bit more kick, I do have the breakfast blend plus, which has a little bit more caffeine. That's actually a good idea. So mm-hmm. that's optional as well. That I've never seen before, but that would make a sense. That's what what I would want. Yeah. Forget putting that espresso in, in there. Yeah, yeah. Grab that little, little extra. You could call it fucking wired. <laughs> yeah, and you know that's the thing. I've been thinking about rebranding the names and going away from you know breakfast blend and all the standards of Costa yeah. Rica and all that. But you know, we'll see. Time yeah. will tell. Time will tell. Sometimes for the consumer, it's easier if you 100%, keep Eddie. the real names. Yeah, because uh, they Robusto don't know what they're buying. Churchill instead of calling these ridiculous names yeah. that they do. But <laughs> it's fun with it's a fun package. It's yeah. a fun thing. I'm, I'm not about fun. No. Yeah. No, I don't like fun. I, I know that's a lie. Wired. <laughs> you know, Wyatt. I think it would, wicked Wyatt. Wicked Wyatt. Wyatt. You know, the, the high octane one. I think that would be good. How about a uh, fucking good cigar? Would love it. When are you going to make it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all for it, Dave. Um, if uh, you know any of the manufacturers, brand owners that want to do one, I'm, really? I'm willing to collaborate. Uh-huh. I mean, co- coffee and cigars, they go together. Of course. It's, coffee is probably the most consumed beverage in, in the world. Oh. I mean, there's billions, billions would be cups of coffee drink a day. Now, in America, I believe it's only the third highest consumed beverage, believe it or not. Water is number one. Yeah. And uh, I don't know what number two is, and no. I don't care. I'm going to say <laughs> milk. Coca-Cola. Maybe it milk. Might be. It's not I don't think milk. it's milk. No, no it's one drinks milk. milk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, you know, milk. as far as cigar names, we've got a suggestion oh, right here. Awesome. The butt plug, I thought was good. <laughs> I mean that. The fucking butt plug? <laughs> yeah. I fell for that hook, line, and sinker. I, I thought you were about to read something. <laughs> well, somebody... Uh, on the chat, does know which blend is best for coffee enemas. Oh, I don't wow. know if you've How ever had that question. You know, no, one's, no one's left that review yet. So Speaking of uh, large glasses of milk. Oh, no. Oh, oh boy. boy. Yeah. All right. Right now, it's time for the confessional, and it's brought to you by All Saints Cigars. It's time for the confessional. Brought to you by All Saints Cigars, featuring the All Saints St. Francis. Voted the 2021 Cigar of the Year. All Saints Cigars. In the name of the Churchill, Toro, and Robusto. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. And how long has it been, my son, since your last St. Francis uh, uh, confession? It's been one week since my last confession. And what is it that you have to confess today, my son? I love that this person put their name was anonymous and then put their email, their real email. So I actually know exactly who this person, I'm scribbling it out. So no one else knows. I'm not saying it. It says Nicholas Miller. Yeah. Yeah. following message was submitted through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com you could just put anonymous at anonymous.com and that works and you, you maintain complete anonymity. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. It has been approximately 100 days since my last confession. Some years ago, I found myself leaving a dive bar with a Zatvig example of the opposite gender. If you don't know what that means, it means I was headed home with a fat chick that I just met in a drunken stupor and was hell-bent on putting a baby in her. 
<laughs> wow. I like this guy. <laughs> I followed her through the old neighborhood she called home. She in her car and me in one of our company trucks with a lift gate. <laughs> don't worry. I own the company. That's not going to work out I don't well think we me. were worried about that. Uh, <laughs> her home was smaller, maybe 50, uh, a 50-year-old home with a single-car garage, which had been converted into an extra bedroom. She parked on the circle drive, and I decided to be cool and back into the driveway. I'll be goddamned if I didn't back that pickup complete with a steel lift gate on the back <laughs> rack rather than a traditional bumper and tailgate right through where a garage door should have been. Oh, boy. <laughs> what was then her master bedroom? She was standing in her yard watching all of this. At that moment, I made one of the most ridiculous decisions of my life. I realized she'd never asked my full name, nor had my phone number, so I calmly put the truck in drive and drove away. But you got it's your truck, company truck that you own and it has the name At on it. At no point in the email does he say he's an intelligent person. Okay. <laughs> the next day I discovered the only damage to my truck was a broken tag light lens. I drove a different truck past her house a few days later and say the entire area I struck with the truck was covered with plywood. My sin here is pride. It's taken me some 15 minutes to type this message because I keep having to stop and laugh as I look back at the look of awe upon that bitter face that night. I should have felt remorse or disgust for my action, yet I still find this amusing. As terrible. amusing as fart jokes. This is very terrible. He should go there and <laughs> say he's sorry and give her money for the repair. <laughs> Oh, jeez, I don't know if that's all that what? bad. What? <laughs> Try to smoke at least one All Saints St. Francis cigars this week. That's terrible. Uh, and and you, I want to know who that is. I can't tell you. He crossed it out. This is somebody we know? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is bad. Are they here? No. <laughs> that's good. All right, so somebody says, uh, fucking good coffee. I never tried it. Yeah. I want to try it. Sure. Can I get it in my favorite store, or do I buy it online, or what do I do here? Go online. It's uh, fuckinggoodcoffee.com, F-A-H, kinggoodcoffee.com. Um, yeah, it, it's not stores yet. Uh, I'd like to be at some point. You know, it's growing. We're small, uh, very small, and, and we're just trying to expand it as much as we can. You could probably get a cup at Bill Burr's house, right? Yeah, I would hope so. And, not, yeah. and you know what? Not to, not to sell uh, Tony V short either. He was no he point. was very happy and, and uh, thankful for getting that, too. Who's he was a big good. espresso drinker. Yeah. So we're going to have to have – he's in Aruba this week, though. Yeah. We've got to wait till next week. Yeah. Yeah. You can get get out your special because Italian I know Bill, coffee maker. Well, I know Bill took it. So Bill yeah. took it. And Tony, Tony never did, saw it again. Oh, all right. So, we'll get him some. Man. Yeah. Oh, Tony never saw his coffee again? He never saw the coffee because Bill took it. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, yeah. hey. Oh, he took your cigar. Well, the, and he took my cigars. He took lighters. He took the klepto. They took a lot. Yeah. He makes a, money. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot of serious <laughs> problems going on there. Uh, but we were happy to have him anyway, but he's not welcome yeah. back. <laughs> yeah, what a get! That was uh, that was awesome. And and again, not to sell Tony V short when they were doing the commentary. Mm. I mean, he had some of the best lines. Tony man. V was was hitting grand slam after oh, grand yeah. slam, yeah. and you know Bill was funny as well. But I mean, but, I don't think I expected Tony. Tony to be was that funny, such as a funny. good setup guy where he mm. could detect the joke and he would set Bill Burr up. And uh -huh. often the setup was just as funny as the punchline. The team worked well. Oh, they, they, they yeah they grew. So, do, you, do you know who Bobcat Goldthwait is? I do, and I heard. That he came in, that's pretty pretty cool. Yeah. More than that, I had the most ultimate Thanksgiving gift ever 
that Bobcat texted me on Thanksgiving. And said, oh, no kidding. Have, hey, Dave, have a happy Thanksgiving. It was a pleasure <laughs> to meet wow. you. Wow. We should have a cigar. I got Very it right cool. in here. It's saved. Yeah. Huh? And I've known you this whole time. You That's never right. told me. I didn't tell you. I saved it for, for this specific moment. Whew. Now, he uh, doesn't talk like he does in, in no. police no. academy movies. I know. But right? he did a little bit of it. Did he? Well, we saw him on stage that night, yeah. and it's not even things that he does on stage either, but he just threw a little little bit at it, and he looked at me and Ed Sullivan and said, this is for Dave and Ed Sullivan, and he did it. <laughs> yeah. he, he did it anyway. Yeah. But uh, people know him from that, but yeah. he's a producer and director he's into of movies, different yeah. movies and all that I'm stuff. old enough to know who he is, believe me. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> but did you ever watch Shakes the Clown? That you mentioned it, and I didn't. No. You have to watch it. I'll put it on the list, yeah. Best movie about... Drunken clowns ever oh, made. It's, it's Drunken really, clowns. That's, that's yeah, it's kind of a very specific me. genre there. At yeah. How many movies are there about drunken clowns? What's his clowns? Google search look like? <laughs> yeah, this one, but it's the but best. It's one. the best and the worst. What are they suggesting on Netflix? Red. Tony V's in there too, so you'll oh, know people. Perfect. I'll know everybody. I know that guy. Yeah, yeah that's I good. Know these I'll guys. work. Okay. All right. Right now, it's time for the Fave Five, and it's brought to you by McAuliffe Cigars. Put the button on that. It's time for the McAuliffe Fave Five. Brought to you by McAuliffe Cigars. Smoke five McAuliffe Cigars and be entered to win $300 in gift certificates weekly. That's five $50 gift certificates and an additional five $10 gift certificates for your friends. In December, all winners will be put back and entered to win the grand prize. A trip for two to next year's McAuliffe Open House in Texas. Simply go to McAuliffeCigars.com slash TCA for more information. That's McAuliffeCigars.com slash TCA. Okay, this is like the family feud thing. You press the button if you know the answer to it. Jonathan usually jumps the gun. If he does jump the gun, I'm going to stop in the middle of a sentence yep. and let him give the answer. Then I'll finish it for you guys to uh, beat for, him. For the normal people? Yeah. Name a superhero men admire most. Okay, we have blinking. Is that me? That's him. Yeah. Okay, Nick, what do you got? Superman. Superman is number four. Oh. Okay, what do you got well, for better than that? Well, I'm next. Yeah. How come you mine should, didn't work? Because you're an asshole. <laughs> um, it's not going to work now. It only does two. A superhero. superhero. But I'm, I'm thrown by Superman being four. That was the only one I could think of, Superman. I mean, <laughs> do they want to be Iron hey, Man because uh, he has a lot of money? I'll go Iron Man. Iron Man is f- number one. What? Iron Man is number one, Ed Sullivan. Who are you polling? Who are these men? First of all, Batman is way better than both of those. Number two, yeah, Batman. I think Iron Man has more money in People want money. That's it. Number five is Captain America. Number four is Superman. Number three is Spider-Man, followed by Batman. And third is Iron Man. And all but Captain America have man in their name. Sounds like a bunch of third graders were polled on this one. I am Iron Man. Who wants to be Spider-Man? I don't know. I don't admire any of them, to be honest. I'm not into it. But men. We're just talking about men, not, not you. <laughs> Nobody admires me. Yeah. <laughs> um, How come Wonder Woman's not on the list? It's not very inclusive. Men admire most. They don't admire. Why don't Wonder they? Woman? I don't Seriously. know. They just don't. This is a different show. Yeah, that's a different and show. Nobody notices when she's just in the sky without the. You can't see the plane, but you can see her just floating around in the sky. Right. It's not very popular with men. No. 
No. She's right. pretty popular with me. Yeah? Oh, yeah. All right. That's good. <laughs> uh, all right. What do we think of um, this cigar? This is the Aladino Classic Robusto. Aladino Classic Robusto. Like I said, it has it has that molasses-y, kind of graham crackery thing. And the um, amazing thing is where the cigar leaves off, the coffee takes over and continues down that sweet molasses, raisiny kind of profile. Nick, are you a coffee and cigar smoker? You 100%. That, yeah. That's all I do. Yeah. All you do? That's it. Yeah. I, I know as much as I smoke 2,000 boxes of cigars, how many cups of coffee did I have? Oh. Did I, have? I love coffee yeah. more than cigars. Yeah. I'm a coffee what? junkie. All wow. I do, that's all I drink is coffee and water, right? There's no other... Beverage. Well, you no, barely milk. drink water. You right. have a yeah. nice glass of milk. I'll have a glass whole of milk, milk now and then. Yeah, yeah. whole, whole, whole milk. milk. Yeah, yeah, with his dinner. Because oh. that's what normal people or, do, apparently. You don't have that with Kowloon, do you? You order a big glass no. of white you know, no. milk? No. 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 But uh, <laughs> what do I get there? I get that drink. Mai Tai? Mai Tai. Okay. Yeah. I tell yeah. everybody how to do the Kowloon. We had have you gone? Have Cal- you ever done it? No, and I've lived. I, I told you I lived in Massachusetts for over thirty years, and I've never been wow, to Cal. You got to hurry. I know they've been going out of <laughs> business you? for two years. <laughs> yeah, right. That's <laughs> all I hear. <laughs> two years they're closing down, but right, it's still there. We had the longest argument. It must have lasted two weeks when we were setting up the cafe. He wanted to have a glass of milk as an option. <laughs> as an option, just two, sitting out. Two dollars, you can buy a glass of milk. And I said, nobody drinks <laughs> milk like that. They put milk in things. They don't yeah. drink milk as the main beverage. And he said, what does it hurt to have it on the menu? And I said, fine. He worked so hard to try to sell <laughs> a glass, a glass of, milk. of milk so that we would have one sale. And to you this ever day- you drink a glass of milk? Of course. I mean, if you're six. But I, but I mean, No, I, he's not six. Do you I ever? go get a glass of milk now? No. Never? Oh, if I'm having cereal. He's an adult. He'll drink it out of the container. Or, he's thirsty yeah, or something, but you don't pour it you in don't a glass. You don't pour a glass of milk. Very, very, very real. I pour it for my kid. That's it. He's eight. I drink milk. I rest my I drink case. Milk. What's wrong with it's good for your body, right? Cereal. That's all it's good for for me. I don't like it. And what, how about in your coffee? No, black. Always black, black yeah. Because then you get the most, just like a cigar, you get the most flavor right. out of it. Right. And you actually get what that roast is and what the coffee is. And what's your favorite roast of what you carry? Oh, God. I would probably say the, the Breakfast Blend Plus. Because breakfast it has that, Blend Plus is not what I don't have that. And that's my next on, okay. on my order sheet yeah. is Breakfast Blend Plus. Because I think that's actually a good, good thought process mm-hmm. of that's the one I would actually want if yeah. I had all the choices. Sure. Yeah, give me Breakfast Blend, but a little. Boost it up to kick, it. Yeah. 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 Chat room thinks uh, Mr. J likes Wonder Woman because he wants her boots. Uh, I have her boots. There we go. <laughs> there we go. And her whip and her friggin' lasso. Nick Gervais, fucking good coffee. <laughs> fucking good Fucking F A H. King. It's not just good coffee. It's fucking good coffee. It's fucking good coffee. Fucking coffee.com. Fucking good coffee. Fucking good no, coffee. You don't, don't want just the regular fucking coffee. No, that's good. no fucking good. And we got to work on a fucking good commercial. I would, I would <laughs> love a commercial. Fucking good commercial. 
There's so right. much you can do with that. I my know. God. Yes. It's a great logo. I'm it's here. a great name. I'm here. I All mean, right. my email works. My phone works. All right. My it's wheels are turning. Thank you for joining <laughs> us. Thank you for Thanks the coffee. For me, guys. We're going to go to break, and when we come back, we're going to light the most underrated cigar of 2023, in my opinion. We're going to talk about underrated cigars. Why do some cigars make it and some don't? I have the 10 reasons when we come back. We're live in the Toscano Soundstage. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, my friend, the time is now. For just $29.99, you get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke those cigars along with you during the show. Is that really a benefit? I think it is. We will judge the construction, flavor, strength, and review the cigars, and you'll see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for just $29.99. And you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the cigar? Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on thecigarauthority.com and sign up now. That's the Cigar Authority Care Package. Agent Room 4, Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world, from exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast or better yet passionado cigar journal covers cigars in the u.s and around the world and is printed right here in the usa you owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine cigar journal available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website cigarjournal.com that's cigar journal Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and believe it or not, I am 62 years old. Well, to celebrate my 60th birthday, we wanted to come up with something really, really special. I went and looked at some of our oldest tobaccos that we'd grown in our farms from 2014 in Esteli, Nicaragua, and we found bales of fillers. 7th and 8th priming Lijero. Just wonderful, rich, rich tobaccos. A dark, oily San Andreas wrapper. A great binder from Mexico. And then fillers from Jalapa and Esteli. 
This cigar is called the Rocky Patel 60th. Looks like a dark chocolate and tastes like a dark chocolate. It's got layers and layers of coffee, espresso, lingering spice. Uh, it is rich and decadent. You're going to try one and you're going to fall in love. This cigar got the number two cigar of the year in Cigar Aficionado. Rightly so. I hope you enjoy it. I love it. And I promise you this cigar is going to deliver everything you enjoy in a fine cigar. Some say cigars are all the same. It's just not true. It's you I have to blame. Well, I don't know, because what I know, there is a cigar called Aladino. Corojo. Aladino Corojo. Aladino Corojo. They say authentic, so we're not confused, while the others say it's a word that's just abused. I guess that's so, they can't compete, at least I'm sure Aladino can't be beat. Corojo. Aladino Corojo. Aladino Corojo. Aladino Cigars uses authentic Corojo tobacco from JRE Tobacco. This is the greatest commercial you ever heard. Yeah. Hello and good afternoon. It's Randolph Churchill here. My great-grandfather would have loved the Cigar Authorities show. And we are back, powered by the West Tampa Tobacco Company, featuring West Tampa Black, White, and Red. It's West Tampa Cigars, Passion with a Purpose. Uh, Winston Churchill's birthday this coming week. Uh, we are having a, um event, a Davidoff Winston See, Churchill event. I, I would only go if you were having short ribs. We are having short ribs. Oh, all right. We're having short ribs for dinner, and we're having um, other stuff with it. There'll be cake. There'll be cake, and there'll be uh, two Winston Churchill cigars, and we have a few tickets left. If anybody uh, wants to grab them, uh, it's his birthday. It's is it's like one forty nine or something, one forty eight or one forty nine. So we got to have a big big one in a couple of years. Oh. Although this is going to be big. We're going to have it at the Red Anchor Lounge at the uh, Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. Um, but anyway, a couple tickets left uh, for that. Um, I'm going to get now to the most underrated cigar of 2023, according to me, and talk a little about underrated cigars, and we'll get even deeper into that on um, the after show today. But uh, what is this, Mr. Jonathan? Well, Dave, today's second cigar is the Eleanor Rose Revolver. It's manufactured in Nicaragua by Sereno Cigar Company. The size we're smoking is five and uh, five point seven five five and three quarters, five and three quarters by fifty-four ring gauge. It is wrapped in an Ecuadorian Rosado Habano two thousand. Seven eighths is not three quarters. <laughs> seven, seven, seventy-five. Point seven five. Okay. That's three quarters. All right, it is. But then you said seven eighths, but go ahead. Sorry. Uh, the binder is Nicaraguan. The fillers are Nicaraguan, Peruvian, and Pennsylvanian. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. A single will set you back nine sixty nine, while a bundle of ten, although they do they're starting to come in boxes now as well. 
uh, of 10 mm. is 85.99 dropping the single price down to just eight dollars and 60 cents on two guys cigars blah 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 dot com <laughs> if you're too far away from a brick and mortar retailers that carries it try two guys cigars and you know how to finish the rest now, of that sentence you know what this cigar always reminds me of chocolate mission of burma <laughs> What is that? You don't, you don't know Mission of Burma. Mission of Burma. It was a Boston band. Their big hit was That's When I Reach for My Revolver. Uh, I don't no? remember that, no. Uh, what, 70s? You uh, were a DJ. Mission of Burma. It was either 70s or early 80s. Yeah. Uh, Moby did a cover of it. No, Moby Dick. Moby. You know Moby? You know Mogi. <laughs> <laughs> The guy that comes in here. No. No. Look at how beautiful this cigar is. The wrapper is seamless. Got a little flag top on. It's so beautiful. Maybe the bundle of 10 is what throws people off because, um, oh, it's in a bundle. It's a cheap cigar or something. This is the most underrated cigar by far. I I thought it was in the running for Cigar of the Year. I thought it was great. It didn't, mm-hmm. it didn't make it to the consumer. They didn't buy into it. Why are not people... Going crazy over the cigar. It's a good question. How much is the price? Nine dollars and sixty nine cents. Okay, under ten dollars cigar. It's fantastic. I love this cigar, and uh, I think it's underrated. We're going to try to figure out why, and we'll get to that in a second. But it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo. Cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. Um, You know, Raul Duke thinks that maybe YouTube had a problem with um, your Aladino ad and the El Baton ad. They, They didn't like them. Yeah. Well, those neither of those ads are on the 141 after shows that were 86. Ah, all right. So, so uh, keep coming with the theories. The, all right. Keep coming with the yeah, theories. Yeah, so keep in mind that, that all the ones they took down were the after show episodes mm-hmm. for whatever reason so far. You think they got a problem with Skip? <laughs> I have no idea. Huh. But what's going to happen is right now we're on um, – in the penalty box or whatever word they called it that we yeah. can't broadcast. On Wednesday, that goes away. You're well, going to take this broadcast and you're going to put it on. Yeah. So they're going to look at that, right? Because they just took us off penalty. Pro- probably. So that's going to – and that's when the trouble happens, right? Any given time, they could just hammer us with more. Yeah. And it's not just us. This no. is happening to other people too in the cigar industry. So get ready. Get ready. I can't even say that, right? Probably not. To, you don't want to. To do the hour. <laughs> you yeah. can't say rumble with the, with the get, get ready. ready. Yeah, you can't yeah. do that either because somebody trademarked that. I see what you did there. Yeah? So anyway, let's light this bad boy up. We're going to light our cigar today, Dave, with the Nighthawk by Vertigo. The Nighthawk features a flip top, an up push button. That's very important to Dave. Two jets fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. You get easy adjustment at the bottom, a flip-out bullet punch, and a money clip on the side, all for the low price of $29.99. That is the Nighthawk by Vertigo. I don't think it's a money clip, but um, this is uh, 
dynamic for the arthritis. This is good for the arthritis person. The arthritis. Let's call. Let's change the name of the Nighthawk to the arthritis. Made for people with arthritis. It's a. It's a good lighter. Oh, there's one other feature. If you put it money clip side down, the big uh, thumb portion for the igniter is a oh. great cigar rest. It's another feature there. Nice. I think you just made that up, but it does work. I'm not bought into all this cigar rest. My cigars don't rest a lot. Well, I was and gonna, I have an ashtray. I was going to say that while we were talking about how many cigars you consume, which is way more because you actually put the cigar on your lip and you don't take it out until the cigar's gone <laughs> most time. So the amount of time a cigar is, is in his mouth compared to anybody else is way more. Yeah. It, it stays in the well, he, He's a firm believer in secondhand smoke. People I love it. try to avoid secondhand smoke. Yeah, he hot boxes no. his car. Yes. I pulled up this morning at nine o'clock. He's already here. He doesn't like, even crack the window. You like, can't even see into his car. No, it was like pulling into a Cheech and Chong movie. It yeah. was like Cheech and Chong were getting out of the car, is what it, it was like. <laughs> you don't even crack the window or anything. Hey, I've been with them before. Every now and then. Yeah. But. When you have guests, yeah. <laughs> crack the window. For whatever reason, whoever doesn't like it. Secondhand smoke's another bullshit thing. That's what I always tell people who would like a ride anywhere. Just be aware. The car will be full of smoke. Right. Yeah. I'm not going to not smoke because I'm doing somebody a favor. Right. No, you've got to smoke more if you're doing them a favor. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, okay, uh, a brand can be considered underrated for various reasons. Here are some of the factors that contribute to a brand being underrated. And I have the top 10 here. Uh, limited awareness. So we're smoking the Eleanor Rose. I've told you about this time and time again, and it comes in a bundle and now a box of 10. Uh, I've told you about it, but yet it is not talked about. I'm not seeing pictures on social media about it. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful-looking cigar. I think it's um, very photographically, nice. it's beautiful, right? Yeah. I think Jonathan's taking a picture of it right now. Um, so we'll look for that on social media. Uh, brands have a great product but lacks visibility because people are not aware of its existence. So you are now. Uh, marketing challenges. A brand may face challenges in effectively communicating the value proposition of the target audience inadequate marketing efforts i will say yes when it comes to that that i haven't seen advertisement on it i don't see reps doing uh eleanor rose events uh, i don't see people tattooing the rose on on them which would be a nice tattoo it would be a nice tattoo. Yeah, it, it looks like it would be. I mean, well, wasn't I, there that movie called The Rose? There's also, there's a the lot of people rose? with rose tattoos. All they have to do is add Eleanor to the top and it's all set. Right? Hmm. Okay, so they could do that. Do you think Eleanor's too old-fashioned a name? It's an old name. It could make a comeback. It's could. better than Bruno, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, competitive landscape, overshadowed by larger, more aggressively competitors, leading to their undervaluation. So what your competitor is doing, how much they're advertising, promoting, and pushing a brand, and you're not doing it, there's something that comes to that also, including maybe even in your own portfolio, that this is Sereno that has this, and they market and promote Sereno, maybe then they 
more than they do Eleanor Rose for whatever reason. This is such an easy box buy, and we talk about it on the sales floor all the time. In fact, that's pretty much all we talked about with Nick Perdomo and Nicholas Perdomo was the difference between selling single cigars and selling boxes. A 10-count box or a 10-count bundle is so approachable when it's below that $100 price yeah. point. And at 83 and change, let's say $84, 10 cigars, that's that guy that says, oh, I can't afford to buy a box. You can now. Yeah. Why isn't it selling the way it should be? I don't know. I don't have that answer either. It, it's, uh, it bothers me that it isn't. It's such a great cigar. I don't want to see it go away. It is hmm. underrated by, by far. There's I no doubt about it. I got to tell you, I haven't smoked it in a while. It has more oomph than I remember. It does have a little punch. I smoke it all the time, so hmm. I know it oh, oh, oh so well. It's yeah. the same as it always has been. It's great, and yet people don't do it, and I go to it often. Huh. Very distinct a- smoked Canadian bacon flavor to it. Smoked Canadian <laughs> bacon. You know, the round, it's really ham. Yes. They call it bacon in Canada. Yeah. Uh, we got a couple of visitors from Canada here, Ah, too, there we go. Uh, you the tasted some smoke, you fucking asshole. I am, because smoked <laughs> Canadian bacon. There it is. Oh, so speaking of Canada, somebody asked if they can get the fucking good coffee in Canada. The answer is no. It's, it's only for us yet. Americans, yeah. uh, first off. But we have negotiated <laughs> a uh, coupon code for 20% off huh. for Cigar Authority listeners right now, if you want to do it. Or this week, because people listen mostly on Monday and stuff. So I don't really, all week. I don't really listen to the show. Can I still use it? You can still use it. You can uh, tell your friends. Get, you're get the you're on out. the show right now. I don't know if you yeah, realize that. I'm not that paying yet. much attention. <laughs> coupon code TCA. That stands for The Cigar Authority. Oh, got it. Coupon code TCA gets you 20% off Far King Good Coffee. Far F-A-H. King. Far King Good Coffee. You, you better said get that A-H, And you added the R again twice in a row. F-A-H. This has been the King. worst commercial for him. It is. It's terrible. But <laughs> Poor let, Nick. Let, let's see if he ends up selling some anyway. Uh, right now, it's time to ask the Don from Don Raphael Cigars. It's time to ask the Don. Brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Don Rafael cigars are premium cigars. Premium. Mellow and smooth. Built for every man's everyday enjoyment. Don Rafael cigars. Now, here is the question of the week. And the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of the CigarAuthority.com. Gentlemen, including Mr. Jonathan. Huh. After sending away my last question, I thought of another. What is better, wood or electric humidors? I have a 50-count tabletop wooden humidor, but I've been looking at electric humidors recently and thought I would ask the best of the best of the cigar world. Thank you again for all you do. I have learned so much in the six months since I've started listening, and my apologies for labeling my last email as question of the week instead of ask the dawn. That's okay. Cheers, genitals. I- and no, that's not a typo. It's my favorite send-off from a great comedy show. Signed, Gavin. I prefer wood. Wood is good. And wood or electronic. Not wood or plastic or wood. Or well, my, my wood has electronics yeah, in sure. it. I, I think he's talking specifically like the, the cigar fridge kind of thing. Uh, and I don't like the problem the I have fridge. is, yeah, you don't have the air exchange that yeah. you're going to get from a wooden human. Yeah. There's no the, place for it to go if it's totally sealed. The real answer is. Get a wooden humidor bigger than what you need, 
and use electronic humidification on the inside. And here's why. Wood absorbs moisture and gives you a buffer. So if anything ever goes wrong with your humidification or the temperature around the humidor or someone opens the shades when they shouldn't, the wood is going to give you some absorption of that moisture in the electronic humidifier. And there's a few of them out there. There's Hydra, there's Cigar Oasis, both great units that operate on a baffle system. So when the fan is on, the, the weighted baffle is open because of air pressure. The humidity gets distributed with the fan throughout the humidor. And then when it shuts off, the baffle closes and shuts off the humidifier. So, and shuts off the ability for humidity to get into that airspace. Whereas a passive unit is always going to be evaporating. Even with PG solution, you're still going to get some evaporation. So a hybrid system, I think, is the best system. So, only because a true electronic humidor, unless you live in very specific areas like Arizona where it's very, very dry, they can be problematic to maintain humidity at the very beginning. Once you dial them in, it's a different story, but they can be very difficult to dial in. So, so the, the wood acts as a buffer? A buffer. Uh-huh. Yeah. B-U-F-F-A. Buffer. Yeah. Um, our friend Skip Martin says being underrated is underrated. <laughs> we live in a world where everything is marketed to death. Make something better, and the people who know the difference will find it. Well, he's the perfect one, and we're going we're gonna to go through on the after show, sponsored by Roma Craft Cigars, the underrated cigars we think. And I have my list already, and mm. Roma Craft is at the very top of it because that's another cigar. We do very well with it. Yeah, Take yeah. nothing away from it. But for the strength profile that that cigar is and, and the price and the that price it is. the point for the quality of cigar. We have some, and it should be totally sold out because right. it is the best bang for your buck of a full-body Nicaraguan cigar, yeah. period. That's it. Why doesn't the whole world know about it? Maybe some of these answers are going to be some of the reasons why. Um, number four is perceived value versus actual value. Consumers perceive them to be less valuable than they truly are. The brand may be underrated. That cigar is underpriced. I, I, you're listening, and I hate to even say it while you're listening because now you raise prices, but it is perceived to be less than it is because the price is so good. But And there, there, there is something to that where the consumer looks at something that's under $10 and they say, well, it's just a, it's just a cigar. Whereas if the price were $14, now it has their attention. Oh, I'd like to try that. That This is something that's special. It must be. It's special at $7, $8. It really is. They're very good. Right. Uh, Brand image and reputation. Negative publicity or poor brand image can significantly impact the brand, how the brand is perceived. Um, Not necessarily true. Uh, But this is in there of what, what they end up saying. Um, we, we saw it certainly with negative publicity with Budweiser, for instance. Sure. They really got hurt this year as Target did and, uh, you know, things like that of something if uh, it ends up getting negative publicity. I was always a believer in there's no such thing as bad publicity. It's publicity. There is just publicity and not publicity. Uh, but and you do- sometimes in a community. I guess you could be blackballed in your community, but that. There's the reason why we read the emails that are shitting on us is not just for the entertainment value, and there's plenty of that, but if somebody actually made a Say point, <laughs> if somebody has a good point, even if they are giving you bad news, 
there's there is a way of being able to use that and be constructive with it and make a change to make something better. So the it's not and you're you're right. Negative is not always bad. Right. Uh, niche or specialty focus brands cater to a niche market or specialized focus because their appeal uh, is to a limited specific audience. Again, we'll get into that. That somebody makes small ring gauge cigars, and then all of a sudden, you know. There's no attention to that brand because he went down to that to that niche and he's not getting out there to the to the masses. Price perception: If a consumer perceives a brand being overpriced, they might undervalue it, regardless of the quality. Um, this is the opposite of that: that you actually priced your cigar too much, and uh, you're taking the masses out of it. it uh, again, uh, with that, that we see that end up happening often. So that is the uh, top seven. I got three more to go, but uh, we have a cigar review this week, Ed. I think we usually do, don't we? We do. Although, what what happens in the the weeks with five of that? Which day? is next week. All next right. What's going to happen? I wrote a special review myself. Really? So my review will go up. It only happens the next time is May. It's Maybe four times a year. Do it. It's four times a year. Is it? It's four times a year that you have five of a given day showing up in a month. Is that a fact? 100% fact. All right. Um, I'll take your word for it. The next one's going to be May, and one of you guys- I've been promoting swing dances for the last 25 years, so I know that four times a year, because I was out in Boston, so I couldn't do the first, second, third, or fourth, but I could have the fifth Saturday, and it happened four times a year. And I looked at the calendar- Saturday, but how many Thursdays? There's there's five examples of- uh, four examples of- there being five Thursdays in a month throughout the year. The, the, they rotate. Hmm. He's acting like he really knows. Yeah. And, now I'm gonna and check that makes there. you suspicious. Yes. Yeah. What about leap years? Does anything happen? You might get a fifth uh. time that it happens, maybe. I don't know. Right. That one I never researched. I don't I'll care de- about the I'll leap debunk year. this and have the answer to you. Um. <laughs> All right. No, what will end up happening is you'll never hear about this again because you'll realize that I'm 100% correct <laughs> and he'll lose interest. Um, <laughs> th- this week we're going to talk about the Red Anchor Gunna. There we go. Or Gunner. Gunner. Gunna. Gunna. We're going to call it the Gunna. And it makes waves of flavor. This one is... Right in my wheelhouse, because it's a six and a half by 43, fairly narrow ring gauge. I would say our reviewers were quite positive on this cigar. They say it's medium bodied, although I believe it scored the lowest strength score so far, which may be true. They've been low anyway across the board, in my opinion. This was a a 4.16, Okay, which is not crazy. I think that's... That's pretty accurate. Um, they say it's impeccably crafted, solid burn, no need for touch-ups, very well-constructed cigar. A lot of different flavors get noted here. Sage. That's huh. an odd one. That's an odd one. Maybe they had just finished their turkey. Oh, no, this came out before Thanksgiving. Um, a little bit of wood notes, toasted marshmallow. Juniper and light floral. I juniper. can see the floral. Okay. You like juniper? I don't know. No? Do you like gin drinks? No. Gin tends to be juniper forward. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, so kind of a... a I'd say I'd never had juniper before. Yeah, it's kind of if a... If you've ever had gin, you've had juniper. Okay. I don't like gin. Yeah. You don't like anything. It's kind of a piney sort of okay. thing. Okay. You know, scotch tapey in a way. All right. Scotch tapey. <laughs> that's not Is it like the taste the you get from certain scotches that... Um, no, no he said tea. scotch tape. You stopped listening after the word scotch. <laughs> scotch tape. All right. So in any case, it was rated 90.80. All right. So very Did you start today cigar. with the intent to derail every segment that's going to happen today? <laughs> what would ever happen? Fuck Nick Gervais over big time with your mispronunciations. <laughs> God. He had a whole plan to mess with Nick Miller. He was blown off the off the rails on that. He knew I couldn't say fucking good coffee. <laughs> <laughs> he knew before he came on the show. He leaned over Fah. to me as he's getting into the chair and he goes, he has to be fucking with me because he said it perfect <laughs> twice in the office. I go, no. no, he said it wrong for him in the office. He, this is how he says it. I, I, when I got it right, I said it to myself like three times in a row, and <laughs> yeah. then I said, fa, 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 king, fa, 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 king, fa, king. Oh my! All right. So uh, every Thursday, including this coming Thursday, and it'll be my review that went on, but there'll be a blind review. Mine was not blind because no. I actually knew what I smoked when I did it. But you'll see. Because uh, I picked something special. Do you think special. it was the Eleanor Rose? It wasn't. Uh-huh. So we'll get to that. So we're talking right now about underrated cigars. Why do uh, cigars become underrated? Number eight says innovation recognition. Brands that consistently innovate may be underrated in their efforts are not adequately uh, recognized by the consumer and they are unaware of the brand's commitment to innovation. Remember the canoe size? Yes. And the Sidewinder, two innovations put out by J.R. Dominguez, where he created two shapes and completely overlooked by the consumer. Yeah. Uh, the Sidewinder the Sidewinder was revolutionary because really the only cigar that you absolutely did not need a cutter because of the way they, aff- they affixed the cap, that you could just pinch it and pop it. Hmm. Unbelievable. Uh, what was done there, and it did not gain any ground. It di- didn't catch on for whatever reason it ended up doing. And then sometimes quite the opposite happens, that this god-awful cigar comes along. I refuse to take it on, although I know the owner of the company, and I bought his two, three brands before that, and then he comes out with this thing, and I'm like, no friggin' way. This could be two different manufacturers you're talking about. Well, yeah, <laughs> and, and it happened on both. But the one I'm thinking of is Acid, that I said this has no shot in the world. By the way, is the number one cigar sold in the United States by far. Well, and the other one that you passed on because it was ridiculous. Short story. Oh, uh, then there's three. Okay, a Toro Fuente short story that I took the rest of the line except for the short story because that was ridiculous. It was too short. Yeah. It's their number one selling skew. Right. Uh, <laughs> but Asylum. Asylum, you, you passed yes, on for a one. whole year. Yep. And it was just people were asking for it and asking Each for it. Each time I look at these, I say they jumped to the shock. They went too far, mm-hmm. too small, too big, whatever. It's just too much of whatever it is. And there you go. The winners right. end up but, but when you went too far, you didn't put the nub out. Somebody I didn't else put the nub. You because said, this w- might be too far. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's not going to work. Or too far? Too far. Yeah. <laughs> too far. Number nine of uh, why brands are underrated is distribution challenges. Limited availability and distributed challenges can hinder a brand's reach, leading to undervaluation. 
they just can't get out there. There's some great cigars that never made it. Mm-hmm. And it was distribution, right? They couldn't get it to us. Uh, we carried a couple of brands that still exist that uh, we don't carry anymore because they can't get it out there and they need to work on that to be able to get it out to the masses. And I, I could tell you both of them and you might not even know them of what they are, but we're still working with them to try to turn that around. And number 10 is word of mouth and reviews. Why is it underrated? Word of mouth and reviews. Positive word of mouth and favorable reviews can be significant impact of a brand's reputation. If a brand does not get the benefit of these, it may be underrated. So somebody says, I don't like social media. I don't want to get this out there. Uh, I'm just going to let it go on its own. It needs help and it needs social word media is, is pretty good because it's free. Mm. And but you got to do it. You got to do it good. Because the regular consumer, and myself included, I don't want someone jamming something down my throat. I don't want to hear a sales pitch with every single post. You, you got to be a little subtle about it. Take pictures of what you're smoking. You yeah. can do it for free and you can do it well. Ultimately, a brand is underrated when its true value is not recognized or appreciated by a significant portion of the target audience. Overcoming these challenges involve a combination of effective marketing, strategic promotions, and consistently delivering value to the customers. It's a shame that some of these things, and we'll do it on the after show, we'll go through these brands uh, that are underrated. Think about it yourself of what you want to add to, to it as it comes on. Now, speaking of underrated, you got fucking good coffee here. Silly name. And a serious coffee drinker might overlook it because the name seems a little tongue in cheek, but it's a great coffee. Yeah. So you, you look at that as negative. I would want to pick that up because of the name and hope that the inside is as good as the name is. You know, those hot sauces, they come up with wild names mm. and stuff of those things. And I grab it because yeah. the name is great or something. And, and sometimes the inside isn't as good as the outside. You got to do both. You got to make it so that the name tempted you to buy it. And now it delivers. Well, he was telling us off the air that he did his due diligence yeah. and- Drank a lot really of drank a lot of coffee and tried a bunch of different roasters and settled on the one that was not only the best, but the most consistent where, okay, in this category, this tastes the most like espresso and this one tastes most mm-hmm. like a breakfast blend. Yeah. And he really dialed it in to make sure that he was able to deliver a high quality product to Remember his Remember going through, were you part of it when we started doing the beef jerky? Yes. I mean, I went through so many kinds of mm-hmm. beef jerky that they would just keep sending me samples of the beef jerky, so much so that I said, let me send you some money because this is getting ridiculous that, you know, to give me bags of meat basically mm-hmm. over and over again until I do No, no, this is a process. Go through the process of it until it dies. Anybody in. that would like to send me bags of meat, I will I will take that. Yeah, but you gotta promise you're gonna pick one and then buy a lot of it. No. Oh, that's not that that's beef, not part of my that deal. beef jerky is is the best I found mm-hmm. of the hundred different times no. I tried. The choc- <coughs> chocolate was easier because he just kind of showed up. He showed right? up and, a great it, product. and it was a great product, right? So that's it. Early thoughts here on Eleanor Rose. You haven't smoked it in a long time, Ed. I, you I overlook know, it. I don't know why. And you don't know why. No. It's just overlooked. It's underrated. It's yep. a great cigar. And Raul Duke says he pairs the Eleanor Rose with Four Roses bourbon, making oh. it five roses. There we go. A solid play. Yeah, five of them. I'm still getting that. It's that 
the balance Canadian bacon is unique, especially when you fry it like you're going to make regular bacon because there's uh, often a little bit of sweetness, whether it's brown sugar or maple syrup that they add to the mix. And when that caramelizes mixed in with the smoke, it brings you to another level of delicious. So I'm not saying Canadian bacon to be a wise ass. That's that sweet, smoky component. That's the closest thing that I know of that has um, that flavor. And you can get Canadian bacon in Canada, but you can't get fucking well, good coffee there. Here's the That's thing. how it is. I don't think that it's called Canadian bacon no, in Rudy, Canada. Is Rudy, this bacon? It's just bacon. Rudy from Canada says, we do not call that bacon up here. It's just ham. Oh, it's just ham. It is here too. It's really. fucking ham here too. Why does it? Why who started calling it Canadian bacon? Dumb Americans ah. figures. You can look into that, and I'm going to find out if there's five. <laughs> how many five day, uh, five Thursdays there are? There's four. We're going to check that out more We're once a come, quarter. When we come back, we'll find that out. And um, what do I have? I got lots of more stuff coming. And we have a prize to give away and lots more. Stick around, everybody. We're live in the Toscano Soundstage. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Introducing Blackened Cigars, M81 by Drew Estate. A dark, bold, and unapologetic cigar collaboration. My job is all about taste. So when James mentioned he wanted to create an exclusive cigar, I was stoked. Like Metallica, Drew Estate has some of the most hardcore fans out there. I've known Rob Dietrich for years, and when he approached me to collaborate on this, we couldn't be more excited. I mean, Metallica, Black and & Whiskey, and Drew Estate, what could be a better passion project? We all came up with the vision of what a blackened M81 cigar would look and taste like. M81, Metallica, formed in 1981, as you can see right here just so I don't forget, <laughs> and now you won't forget because it's on this. We needed to craft a cigar unlike anything in our portfolio. One that would take cigar fans on the deepest, darkest, heaviest journey into the mystical world of Maduro. Full-bodied with notes of espresso, leather, and dark chocolate. A wrapper, a binder, a filler that is all Maduro, and they are all grown in separate places. You talk about a heavy leaf cigar, this is beyond passion. This shit is straight amplification. Blackened Cigar M81 by Drew Estate is bold, rich, and powerful enough to satisfy the most experienced cigar connoisseur, but also balanced that new cigar lovers can enjoy its tantalizing smoking experience as well. Blackened Cigars M81 by Drew Estate. Since 1989, Nestor and Mariana Miranda have subscribed to one family, one vision, with Miami Cigar and Company. Since their inception, the Miranda family has fulfilled their dream by creating some of the best cigars on the market today. Cigars like Nestor Miranda Special Selection, which is produced in Nicaragua, featuring an oily Nicaraguan Habano wrapper that the Cigar Authority named their 2019 Cigar of the Year. And the Don Lino Africa, which celebrates Nestor's love of big game animals. These soft box-pressed cigars feature an authentic Cameroon binder, which creates delicious nuances and crescendos. Miami Cigar invites you to try these brands at your favorite tobacconist. You only have one life. How will you live yours? 
experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Hi, this is Tony Serino. And this is Carson Serino. From Serino Cigars. You are listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back, powered by West Tampa Tobacco Company, featuring the West Tampa Black, White, and Red. It's West Tampa Passion with a Purpose. Uh, it is November 25th, 2023. It's late in the year, but it has happened. Mr. Jonathan was right. There is uh, four... Everything's everything's every year because once a quarter, yeah, you get four of that thing. Is, is it necessarily once a quarter? No, it's not necessarily once a quarter. I've been right through the whole thing, and now you're gonna. That's you're where drawing, you're gonna draw the line. I don't know. That I, I already look. did the math on this. No, the math comes out right, but you don't know because I already did it. Thirty days have September, April, oh, June, November. You got to look at that. There's a whole. Thing I looked going. at all of it. Yeah, <laughs> every single day. Once a quarter, there's five of those. Did you look at the contenders for the Cigar of the Year? Because the contenders <laughs> packs are out. They're ninety nine ninety nine for $10. About $120 worth of cigars for the ninety nine ninety nine. It's a great deal by itself, but you should play along. Well, hurry. Smoke them all. Hurry, because uh, more than three quarters are gone. Mm-hmm. They are going to run out. We see that happen every year that people say, oh, maybe I'll grab it for a Christmas gift or something. It's not going to make it to Christmas. Uh, for sure. So uh, they're, they're flying. Also, the Perdomo uh, deal is still going on till Thursday. This Thursday, you buy a box of Perdomo 30th. We're going to throw in the two other wrappers that you didn't get, along with a link to the Q&A session that we did. And Ed says people are watching the Q&A so he can see that that's happening. So all I, that being said. I got to air a little bit of dirty laundry. I'm not mentioning anybody's names, but somebody emailed uh, me and said, 
uh, that they, the way they worded it is what bothers me. Uh, so I'm being punished because I bought two boxes of Perdomo before you ran the special, so I don't get to see the link. Give him the link. I gave him the link. But All right. Just just say, can I have the link? I bought right. two boxes on Thursday. You guys ran the special don't on Saturday. Can I have the link? Yeah, there's no one being punished. No. We want everybody that that is supporting yeah. Perdomo 30th. And by the way, experience- when, when they bought the two things, they got like five gifts. Yeah. And these other people this didn't is, get the five gifts, right? We don't know if that happened because there's different deals that happen online okay. versus what's in the store. And yeah, we tr- people are taking care of different different ways than other people. We get. do the best Whatever, that we can. We try to, make, but just we, be be a little kinder in the emails, and and you're going to go a little further. I did the best I could, and we got the guy the link. You don't have to be kind. Be as angry as you want to be, as long as you get what you want to get, because we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna do the right thing every time anyway. But you don't have to soft play him. He likes soft it. play it. Yeah, just be nice. <laughs> How about that for twenty twenty four? Everybody be a fucking nicer. <laughs> fucking fucking nicer. nicer. Be fucking nicer. 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 <laughs> uh, all right. The best email of the week so, this week, and we could possibly. Give every up. segment. He's determined to just derail every this segment. Is, this is important okay. because the lotion could go today. It's possible oh. that the lotion. Oh, oh, no. This was the opportunity. What a dink. So the, the deal is if somebody. Just steal it out of the hotel. If That's he what ends they up, If the guy that wins the, the <laughs> prize is in the audience, he wins the prize and the lotion. And the lotion. And I thought for sure. That's what was going to happen today, but okay. So the uh, the fine folks at H. Upman are sponsoring this week's best email of the week, and the prize this week is a bottle of The Banker Perrier water, a credit card wallet, a bracelet, a coin, and a pamphlet. <laughs> <laughs> you huh. shouldn't even mention the pamphlet. It's a part of the I prize know it pack. Is, but it, it seems like it's a, do it in a different order then. You get a pamphlet describing all the information along with and go the other way because it's, it's yeah, a downer it's at the end. Down. And you're gonna, yeah. Who doesn't love a pamphlet? <laughs> I don't think it's a downer at all. Okay. You know the people that are standing at the mall and they're handing out pa- I always oh, take them. I love the pamphlets. <laughs> Mark writes through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com. A show idea and a promo idea to go with it. Oh, Bolt, this is good. Maybe. <laughs> Greetings, Cigar Authorities. Long, long, long-time listener. First-time writer through the Contact ah. Us page. I've been listening to Cigar Podcasts even prior to the Cigar Authority. Mm-hmm. Think Dog Watch. Wow. And probably listening as long as Rudy. Whoa. Rudy, I'm not going to let him take it. It's crown, impossible. It, right. That, that's impossible because well, Rudy was heard he, everyone. No, Rudy was there. We looked. He was him. actually on the first yeah. live broadcast. There was somebody there. I don't know if Mark was there. I can't speak for Mark, but maybe Mark came <sighs> in then. He might have. We would have saw him. We would have saw it pop up. Rudy kind of interacted with us right away. Okay, and maybe. he had that weird Vinny DeSalvo name yes. thing going on yeah. that we kept asking him for. And he yes. kept telling us and we kept forgetting and we would ask him again. <laughs> and DeSalvo was the Boston Strangler, right. which you know, was, was a tie in there or something. But he was Albert, right? Albert DeSalvo, yeah. yes. I met you guys at the Colorado Cigar Festival and even huh. came wow. to the Cigar Authority show live before the new studio set up. Here's my show and promo idea. While listening to the annual contender shows, I was thinking, how about a pack and a show with the Close But No Cigar Award, the Almost Contenders? Many of the Almost Contenders sound pretty tasty, Mm -hmm. and I would buy that pack, in addition to always buying and voting on the contenders. 
might be a winner, a winning idea, even though they aren't officially winners. Worth considering. Keep up the great shows and tell the littlest authority, James, I said hi. Ah. Can't wait until he's old enough to be on the show. That's my vote already. Mm. <laughs> I haven't heard the other two, but I like it. That was that was everything you want in an email. There it is. And he means every word. <laughs> Carlo writes through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com. Hi, guys. This is Carlo, the right-hand man to Sheriff Joe and the guy that did not love Perdomo so far. I mentioned I felt bad because I like everything Italian. Dave said that's because they are Cuban, but they're actually of Italian descent. Janine Perdomo, this is... uh, Well, she's married to a Perdomo. She's Italian, I understand. Can I read the email? (laughs) You looked at me. That was I was the, trying that to look the, at you to give you the look of shut the fuck up oh, so I could read. I, I took that as a give it to me. Dave, Raul Duke says it's easier to understand James than you. Okay. <laughs> uh, so Carlo typed Janine Perdomo into AI. Janine Perdomo, a powerful figure in the cigar industry, was born in New Jersey to parents of Irish and Italian descent. She met her husband, Nick Perdomo Jr., in Florida when she was 18. The patriarch of the Perdomo clan, Silvio Perdomo, grew up southeast of Havana. In, 19, in the 1930s, he was an apprentice for Cuesta y Sia. His father and grandfather worked in the Cuban cigar industry after Perdomo's great-grandfather immigrated from Italy to Cuba. So it does look like he is of Italian heritage, not just Cuban. Anyway, thank you again for the best show. I'm trying all of the Perdomos I haven't given up. Looking forward to the 30th anniversary. Thank you, Carlo. Hmm. Okay, so you say Dave doesn't like that when you proved him wrong. He's he's saying I'm wrong. I'll check on that. Well, speaking of wrong, Rudy from Canada says it wasn't DeSalvo. Sorry? It wasn't DeSalvo. What was it? Vinny DeSalvo. Vinny Vinny DeSalvo. Dislivio, it looks like it says. Oh, well, I always pronounce it DeSalvo, and he never corrected me until now, 14 years later. <laughs> and he should have known on episode one, we pronounced things wrong. <laughs> right from... And it started off Right out of the gate. The other one that started it. <laughs> uh, Drew writes through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com, you need a heel. DeSilvio. DeSilvio, okay. Same thing. Uh, I will endeavor to keep my loquaciousness in check. I have only been a listener for about four years. I don't recall in my short listenership, nor have I heard you ever reference an older show, but I have a suggestion, or maybe I'm simply observing a thing you guys brilliantly designed. You need a heel. Mr. Jonathan is turned. He has been consistently the heel, and since I've been listening, and most references to older shows indicate the same. Mr. Jonathan is now more of a tweener. I had to look that up. Huh. Dave always maintains the role of the face. Mr. Jonathan, now a tweener, with more face characteristics every week. Ed Sullivan is the announcer, like Mean Gene Okerlin. Hmm. Who's the heel? This is a wrestling guy, big time. <laughs> yeah. When you have Tony V, Mickey Pegg, etc., they are literally and figuratively promoters. I think Mr. J could, should continue his redeeming path. The hero's journey should culminate with the addition of a new host 
not Dan. He's too vanilla for a heel. The new host can be the foil to Mr. J's newfound agreeable nature. What? Maybe his health diet has impacted his overall well-being and general demeanor. Signed, Drew. So is he saying that you, you've been nicer? Apparently. He interrupted me every time I talk. You, bro, you screwed <laughs> over every I, well, single I, bit. I don't see why they would say that that you're less of an asshole than you usually be. <laughs> but if I, I got to give it to the first one, uh, the second one. Um, no, no, you the, like the you first, the first one. one. Yeah, the show idea and uh, show ideas. Well, the first one. This is my vote. Yeah, James. Yeah. You mentioned it. Right. Yeah. So Mark wins. But just to let people know, you're not always going to win just by throwing James in. No. Right. Uh, the other thing, uh, I got another bone to pick with our, our listeners. When they win, I send an email and I copy Ed Santa Maria on the email, who mm-hmm. is the one who sends out this the, little gift. Oh, then you CC back and he's got the and answer. Now, they got to reply all. And I put in capital letters, please reply all. Right. So that I know that they got it and- if they want to add cigars, because if you win the prize, we're covering the shipping anyway. So maybe they, you wanted to try a Perdomo 30th or a Neanderthal. You can throw that in, pay for the cigar, and the shipping's covered. So you can get a little something extra. And they never reply all. I say to reply all. They don't reply all. And now I got to recopy Ed on. It's just gotta, a pain. You got to do something twice. And I don't like to do it twice. No, you don't. Who does? <laughs> Let's take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars. <laughs> The cigar industry has certainly had its run-ins with overreaching regulations by way of the U.S. government. Hmm. But it's nothing compared to the most recent bad news for ice cream moguls Ben and Jerry. And ah. their continuing, continuing battle with the Food and Drug Administration, this week the FDA banned their newest flavor, Stuff from Ben's Beard. And that's not... <laughs> Gross! <laughs> and that's not only insane, that's asylum. That was funny. This is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's Ice Cream. And- yeah. And he, didn't, he said Ben, though, so he's, he didn't say our friend Jerry. Yeah. He, he said stuff from Ben's beard. <laughs> That's gross. Is that gross or is that gross? All right, it's time for the Classic Day in Classic History, brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for This Day in Classic History, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. America. Priced as low as $2.99 for the Corona and still under 4 bucks for the 6x60. Classic cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold but never overpowering. Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the classic Cuban is a real knockoff with flavors of old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes. Classic cigars, the most affordable premium handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars. 
Ed Sullivan's our champion from a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it seems like a long time. It is, because you missed one because we have the Perdomos here. But oh, today yeah. is November 25th. I have four questions and one tiebreaker if needed. Born today, professional baseball player Joe DiMaggio. Joe DiMaggio, known as Jolton Joe, the Yankee Clipper, center fielder, who played his entire 13-year career in the major leagues for the New York Yankees. He married Marilyn Monroe. He and did. He, and he was Mr. Coffee. He was. So see how this all ties in together. Joe DiMaggio. And he liked a good cup of coffee, He liked a good cup of coffee. He was Mr. Coffee. Joe DiMaggio, born? Um, 1927. 27, he says. 1871. For the point, 1871, you were over. It's uh, 1914. Mr. Jonathan gets a point. He was old. He was old. So I knew that because I follow hockey. Yeah. Uh Born today, Carl Benz. Carl Benz. From Mercedes Benz? Or is it from Benz over? No. (laughs) German inventor, engineer, uh, engine designer, and automobile manufacturer from Mercedes Benz. Isn't that what you just said? Carl Benz. Yes, it is. Born today, what year? 1772. <laughs> 1853. Oh, 1844. You went over and Mr. Jonathan gets another point. Fuck yeah. Wow. Two points for exact uh, numbers. Incidentally, Rudy is chiming in via text message. I Are you interrupting you this order? On you... the DeSalvo thing pretty much every time, and maybe you've just been hanging out with Dave too much. Here we go. Are you interrupting me again during this I waited segment? until you were between bits. All right. Born today, John F. Kennedy Jr., John Junior. F. Kennedy Jr., American magazine publisher. Remember that magazine? Yes. What was it called? I don't remember. George. Huh. He was a lawyer and the son of John F. Kennedy. He was born in New York oh, City, New God. York. He died in a plane crash in 1999. I know he did. He's born today, though. What year? Let's see. 1959. 59, he says. 1944. 59 will take the point. I was going to say 60. 60 would have got you but two. But I thought I've been over on every... All right. I remember him. I'm in your head. At the funeral, he yes. was three years old. So go. I thought 196, but when was he... Look uh, at how you put that math together. See, that's why you're Ed Sullivan. Okay, Mr. Jonathan, last what? question. You don't want to lose this point, or we got to go to the tiebreaker. Oh, I hope not. Born today, Christina Applegate. American actress, married with children, dead to me. She was born in Hollywood, California. Why is today. she dead to you? That's the name of the movie oh, she was in. Oh, I get it now. Uh, 1965. 65. <clears throat> it's going to be 1970. For the point, 71. Ugh, really? The same thing, but we had a tie, and we got a tiebreaker, and the tiebreaker so goes to you, Ed Who Sullivan. do you think has been, like, many... Decades closer on every fucking answer. There we Listen, go. That's, that's not worth not, anything. That's not how the game is played. He established these bullshit rules right. years ago, and we just have to adhere to them. All right. No matter how stupid they are. No, I got you. Uh, how many tiebreakers you got? One. So it'll just go to you if it's day's tied. All right. Another stupid rule. <laughs> Telimco. Makes the first ever advertisement for a radio set by advertising an $8.50 set in the Scientific America magazine, which claims to receive signals up to one mile. One mile. Happened today. 
first radio set goes on sale. Uh, Eight fifty goes one mile. Uh, You'd have to have a radio station one mile from your house in order to pick it up. Huh? Wow. You did the math in your yeah. head on that one. Ma- what year? Imagine would that, be? that. I think it's going to be earlier than I think it'll. Uh, Nineteen hundred and seven. Eighteen oh one. You almost said it. You almost said 1905 is what yeah. you were saying, which would have been nailed it. Huh. But you went over, and Mr. Jonathan got the point and the win. But I was a lot closer. I hate when that happens. <laughs> I, I was so much closer on everything. I know, I know. Ed, I feel for you. Nah, I really don't give a shit. Me neither. He gives a shit as we get closer to the end of the year. He only cares about the one day. Yeah. So he's the champion of the year. Uh, <laughs> Which is a thing I made up. It's not even a real thing. <laughs> uh, the after show, we are going to talk about the other underrated cigars because we were smoking what I think is a very, very underrated cigar, the Eleanor Rose under $10 cigar in box of 10. How do you pass this cigar up? We're going to get to a bunch of them on the after show, but what's your final thoughts here on Eleanor Rose? Do I have a leg to stand on here? Is this an underrated cigar? Yes. It's the quintessential underrated cigar this year. I thought it would be the biggest thing. I thought this was the grand slam home run for Zerino Cigars. Uh, it is I still a, think it's great, but it just didn't catch. It is a great balance between flavor and strength. It never goes over the top as far as the strength goes, but the flavor stays very consistent throughout. Uh, Plenty not, of flavor, medium body cigar. Mm-hmm. Very approachable by any smoker. Beautiful looking. If you put this in beautiful packaging, change the band to something famous or something, it could be a $20 cigar. It's a very let's, underrated. Let's not under- give them any ideas about $20 cigars. We don't need any more $20 right. cigars. It's great at $10. People just need to smoke more of them. All right. That's it. Uh, That's next it. week, uh, it is the cigars most wanted list. I used to have a list that I wanted fulfilled. I wanted to get these cigars. I had this on my list. I got to smoke this. I got to smoke that. I've received them all over the years. Everything on the bucket list is gone except for one, and I'm still willing to pay $500 for it. Mm. If somebody's out there and has it, we'll talk Jonathan, about that next week. Jonathan, let's make one. You could make one. You could <laughs> fool me. Uh, until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And it's quite possible although unlikely that you learned something today, which makes you the Cigar Authority. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.